Chapter twenty seven of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas. The translator is unknown. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gail Timmerman Vaughan. Chapter twenty seven. Messrs. Beaumet and Bossange. Monsieur du Cornot blessed heaven repeatedly for sending an ambassador who preferred his speaking French to Portuguese, and liked Portuguese wines better than French ones. At last Manuel expressed a wish to go to bed. Du Cornot rose and left the room, although, it must be confessed, he found some difficulty in the operation. It was now the turn of the valet to have supper, which he did with great good will. The next day the hotel assumed an air of business, all the bureaus were open, and everything indicated life in the recently deserted place. The report soon spread in the neighborhood that some great personages had arrived from Portugal during the night. This, although what was wanted to give them credit, could not but inspire the conspirators with some alarm, for the police had quick ears and argus eyes. Still, they thought that by audacity, combined with prudence, they might easily keep them from becoming suspicious until they had had time to complete their business. Two carriages, containing the other nine associates, arrived, as agreed upon, and they were soon installed in their different departments. Beausire induced Ducourneau himself to dismiss the porter, on the ground that he did not speak Portuguese. They were therefore in a good situation to keep off all unwelcome visitors. About noon, Don Manuel, gaily dressed, got into a carriage, which they had hired for five hundred francs a month, and set out with his secretary for the residence of Messieurs Beaumet and Bossange. Their servant knocked at the door, which was secured with immense locks, and studded with great nails, like that of a prison. A servant opened it. His Excellency, the Ambassador of Portugal, desires to speak to Messieurs Beaumet and Bossange. They got out, and Monsieur Beaumet came to them in a few moments, and received them with a profusion of polite speeches. But seeing that the Ambassador did not deign even a smile in reply, looked somewhat disconcerted. His Excellency does not speak or understand French, sir. And you must communicate to him through me, if you do not speak Portuguese, said Beausire. No, monsieur, I do not. Manuel then spoke in Portuguese to Beausire, who, turning to Monsieur Beaumet, said, His Excellency, Monsieur le Comte de Souza, ambassador from the Queen of Portugal, desires me to ask you if you have not in your possession a beautiful diamond necklace. Beaumet looked at him scrutinizingly. A beautiful diamond necklace, repeated he, the one which you offered to the Queen of France, in which our gracious Queen has heard of. Monsieur, said Beaumet, is an officer of the ambassador's? His secretary, monsieur. Don Manuel was seated with the air of a great man, looking carelessly at the pictures which hung round the room. Monsieur Beaumet, said Beausire abruptly, do you not understand what I am saying to you? Yes, sir, answered Beaumet, rather startled by the manner of the secretary, because I see His Excellency is becoming impatient. Excuse me, sir, said Beaumet, coloring, but I dare not show the necklace, except in my partner's presence. Well, sir, call your partner. Don Manuel approached Beausire, and began again talking to him in Portuguese. His Excellency says, interpreted he, that he has already waited ten minutes, and that he is not accustomed to be kept waiting. Beaumet bowed and rang the bell. A minute afterwards, Monsieur Bossange entered. Beaumet explained the matter to him, who, after looking scrutinizingly at the Portuguese, left the room with a key given him by his partner, and soon returned with a case in one hand. The other was hidden under his coat, but they distinctly saw the shining barrel of a pistol. However well we may look, said Manuel gravely, in Portuguese to his companion, these gentlemen seem to take us for pickpockets rather than ambassadors. 
Monsieur Bossange advanced and put the case into the hands of Manuel. He opened it and then cried angrily to his secretary, Monsieur, tell these gentlemen that they tire my patience. I ask for a diamond necklace, and they bring me paste. Tell them I will complain to the ministers, and will have them thrown into the Bastille, impertinent people, who play tricks upon an ambassador. And he threw down the case in such a passion that they did not need an interpretation of his speech, but began explaining most humbly that in France it was usual to show only the models of diamonds, so as not to tempt people to robbery were they so inclined. Manuel, with an indignant gesture, walked towards the door. His Excellency desires me to tell you, said Beausire, that he is sorry that people like Messieurs Beaumet and Bossange, jewellers to the Queen, should not know better how to distinguish an ambassador from a rogue, and that he will return to his hotel. The jewellers began to utter most respectful protestations, but Manuel walked on and Beausire followed him. To the ambassador's hotel rue de la Jussienne, said Beausire to the footman. A lost business, groaned the valet as they set off. On the contrary, a safe one. In an hour these men will follow us. End of chapter 27